What up? What up? Yo, yo, yo. Hello, our breadheads, and hello to all the new breadheads that are joining us for the first time. Uh, maybe you saw our most recent <laughs> Avatar themed Instagram meme that is currently mm-hmm. going viral. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you saw it. I don't know why you're here now. Your yeah. interests are very strange. Yeah, that's true. We had a couple avatar memes just go absolutely crazy. Bonkers. Um, yeah, I really don't know like how the algo is picking up this content. Like, is it uh, time to first like? Like, what is it? I don't really know, dude. I think the root of the thing here is that avatar stupid popular. And I don't know why. Still. And, well, okay, like... I don't know how James Cameron has wrapped around his finger all of these normcore people, absolute <laughs> losers. Like, who is watching this film? No one in my network is talking about it. No one knows any lore or any characters or even actors in the film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it seems to be an incredibly popular movie. It makes yeah. no sense. Well, it's time for me to come out of the booth and say that I've seen Avatar 2. Um I don't know anyone who's acting it either. I know one of the little blue men looks like Lil Mosey. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, yeah, like a little SoundCloud rapper type. But yeah, I don't know why it's so popular. Is it is it like tapping into a nostalgia thing? That must be it, right? Dude, like everyone saw Avatar when they were like 12. So the nostalgia is the same feel. But even Avatar 1, like it was such a big thing, but then no one was actually talking about it. No one... It made no cultural ripples outside of people talking about Avatar right after they walk out of the theater. And you like talk about it for three minutes and then blip, you're onto something else. No, yeah. nothing. That is, that's every every show that goes crazy. Like, <laughs> like we, we ain't talking about White Lotus no more. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not talking about White Lotus. Now we're talking about the Nelk boys talking to Donald Trump, which mm-hmm. is on the screen behind us as we record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were just, we were 30 minutes in just getting some inspiration. That's true. Um, but yeah, what else do you want from a movie other than for people to talk about it when they're like they're carrying none of their garbage out of the theater and saying that was kind of cool? <laughs> like, that's like ideal like state for any new movie. I guess so, is to uh, forget who you are while you're watching it, and then forget mm-hmm. what you saw when you left. Mm-hmm. To I, not want to go to the bathroom is like the key metric, right? Like, they num- should like, number they of should flushes. Track- yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least they track the number of flushes, so then the flush you can measure the effectiveness of the movie playing at that time. Yeah, dude. It's the same thing as Subway. The less flushes, the more likely they plugged you up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think at the uh, root of this lack of discourse in like the social circles around Avatar comes down to one thing, Eric, and that is that people do not care about blue people. Blue people are hard to relate to. And like people don't like just blue things in general. Like there's no blue vegetables at Subway for a reason. The failing Facebook. There's so much blue things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bud Light is going down. <laughs> like The, the list true. goes on and on. Blue is not resonating. Yeah, you're right. It kind of reminds me of like those like racist people who are like, they try to like claim to others that they're not racist. Mm-hmm. And then they'll say things like, I don't care if you're black, yellow, or purple. Yeah, totally. They never <laughs> and say blue. Like, and they never say blue. They, don't, they still don't like those blue people. No. Um, but I don't know. They just kind of look sad, you know, like they're, they're feeling blue, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good vibe. Dude, I've only watched happy films. I watch comedy sitcoms and that's it. <laughs> that, that is the extent yeah. of my film consumption. 
Yeah, I'm still too deep into Love Island UK mm. um, to watch anything else. There are, like, I think, 12 episodes left in the season. I've already watched 38 hours of it. Dude, it's um, insane. It's, dude, it's, it's a cinematic masterpiece, if you think about it. I talked about it a couple episodes ago, but that show is just incredible. It, it's, it has a better story arc than any Marvel movie. Like, it's like no question. It's because, dude, you can't compare anything to a Marvel movie plot because the plot's stupid. Oh, of course it's stupid. Good guy beat up bad guy. (laughs) CGI good guy beat up CGI bad guy um, in a CGI universe. It's like comparing a Subway sandwich to like real food. It's like (laughs) a Subway sandwich is like CGI meat go on CGI bread. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Chinese generated meatball. Genetically modified vegetable. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a great point, but it's actually a perfect correlation because mm-hmm. subway is a billion dollar company marvel makes like a hundred billion dollars every time they drop a new movie mm-hmm. um insert future me and like this movie's shit drop it <laughs> <laughs> yeah this movie is absolutely trash and the good guy wins again drop it shit yeah <laughs> well i don't know i thought it was kind of cool there's a weekend song in it oh in <laughs> avatar yeah he like he he loves soundtrack songs i think soundtrack songs like are the biggest money maker for artists. Oh, probably. Because it gets streamed like nine billion times. Totally. And like no one's ever heard of it, you know? And there's also the weird niche of neckbeard that listens to <laughs> uh soundtracks on Spotify. Mm-hmm. People that listen to the soundtrack music on a music platform where there's so many other options, I don't understand that. Like, why do you want to revisit like mm-hmm. the like dramatic death music of the lion king yeah the hans zimmer produced uh, (laughs) like synth at the beginning of lion king Mm. um i mean i've listened to the you know the movie easy rider the movie easy riser yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh that's got a good soundtrack i've actually downloaded that oh and i've listened to it before and it's pretty good the only music soundtrack that I've listened to is tron because (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that was that had a big moment actually yeah Daft Funk was in the stew. Uh, God damn it. Um, the last time I listened to the Tron soundtrack, I was in downtown Vancouver and I booked a, like a, uh, one of those co-op or Evo. I booked an Evo ah, yes. for the non-Vancouver listeners. It's like one of those ride share thingies that you just walk up to a car, unlock it, get in and drive away. No license, no insurance, no gas required. Mm-hmm. But Car to go for our European listeners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but when I walked up to it, it was the dead of night in the city, but the car was running with the lights on when I walked up. Super spooky because I didn't start it. So I thought immediately I should check the trunk, right? Holy shit. I was like, did someone just like, is there someone oh handcuffed God. in here or something? I didn't really know. Anyways, Imagine you got pulled over and there was like a guy in the trunk. Yeah, I was like, actually more yeah. worried about me than them. You know, I don't want to be liable for that How shit. How selfish of you for checking the trunk? <laughs> Uh, anyways, the vibes were so weird. And then mm-hmm. it was just like a weird night in the city. There was like some weird dancers in like cages and shit. But, um, anyways, I listened to the Tron it soundtrack. Pri- it was Pride Month. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, people are proud of their dance moves. But it was such a like kind of weird sci-fi night because of that, that I thought I should play this Tron soundtrack on the ride oh. home. And that's how this story comes full circle mm. to the relevancy of this, mm-hmm. uh, this topic right now. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So you didn't listen to the Drive soundtrack? I'm pretty disappointed in you. Dude. Oh, that would have been good. That, that would have been good. a very good like Ryan Gosling moment for you to like. It's like pouring rain, and you've got like one hand on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Just like no regard for safety, dude. I want to. <laughs> I think I love when brands do uh, playlists on on Spotify. Like Aesop does an incredible series of. Uh, playlist that I'll sometimes run back. I find that there's they got some really eclectic shit in that. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was bumping the music for hosting playlist. Not nice. Yeah, yeah. You know what's up. Big crackalac. As I as I host my co-host in my private booth, we are recording in my apartment today, mm-hmm. and really praying the audio is good. It's because, pretty good. Um, it'll be. Well, I'm representing my Mikasa today. Mm-hmm. Well, the echoes are non-existent, so I'm pretty excited about it. Cheers, bro. Oh, cheers. We got some Bud Heavies <laughs> going in Trump tie red. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, when businesses do soundtracks, I find that very interesting because it's such a unique expression of a brand to do it solely mm-hmm. through curated audio, not even self-produced audio. Mm-hmm. Um, fashion brands typically do a good job of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Subway has never attempted that. I would love oh. to see Subway try to curate that because right now they're just running back the weekend tracks and a few like mm-hmm. Rihanna oldies. And mm-hmm. that's all you're going to get while you're like two bites deep in <laughs> your foot long. Yeah, exactly. We haven't been in a while, so I actually don't know what they're playing. Yeah, what's on rotation at the way right now? Yeah, I just, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of destroy lonely, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some yeet. <laughs> some yeet. <laughs> yeah. When the yeet bell rings, this yeah, is actually, actually my lunch bell. Yeah, if you got the yeet going with the spicy sriracha, that's that's some heat. (laughs) Um, I was in Subway last weekend, I admit it, and I don't think they were playing any music at all. It was like dead silent. I can never recall the music. No, the the least memorable sense. It's not that the music is any different than any other room. It's just all the other senses are on overdrive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, my nostrils are flared. Um, Dude, raging I, boner absolutely yeah dude my blood is pumping <laughs> and um dude yeah once, no. once the bread smell like takes over there's really no there's no going back it's euphoric mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. one might say mm-hmm. and the sights there's so many colors and uh, so much bustle mm-hmm. uh, you even get those high-vis reflective vests catching the light from the <laughs> other customers it's, it's truly a rave when you go into a subway. yeah yeah it's it's kind of a funny contrast well, actually, it's not really a contrast per se because you have these like uh, brick walls that are from the <laughs> antiquity era, mm-hmm. and then you have all of these old men in tattered clothing sitting there as well, and it feels like you're like <laughs> in a 17th century tavern if they would just dim the lights a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to break in the Carhartt, right, mm-hmm. for us um, thrift store goers to shop. That's true. That's true. Uh, shout out <laughs> to all the blue collar workers that uh, hand me down my fits. <laughs> really appreciate your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something about a you know Carhartt jacket that was thoughtfully um, distressed <laughs> um, over like years of you know manual labor, um, you know pit stains and all. Hell yeah, um, that just really makes it like authentic for for someone like ty to purchase dude the problem with buying hand-me-down blue collar secondhand clothing especially t-shirts it's like one obviously you identified the pits uh, no, <laughs> no one wants a discoloration in the pit just like they don't want discoloration in their tomato right mm-hmm. um 
The second problem is the stretch marks around the gut. <laughs> like I have a lean gut and I'm very <laughs> proud of that. But some, it seems like in the minute you like get your certificate to work in trades, you're like, I'm an e e electrician apprentice or a first year plumber or whatever. You're like, <laughs> first year plumber. <laughs> your fucking stomach just explodes. I don't really your, get it. <laughs> Man Crush Monday is a first year plumber. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Well, father of your kids, bro. I don't, think, I don't think anyone's crushing on that dude, but uh, he might be crushing some butt heavies like us. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. And that's probably how he got those stretch marks. <laughs> 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 Shit. But the crazy thing is, like, like <laughs> Fogel is a. Um, <laughs> the crazy thing is, Fogel, like, hard period. Really, yeah, hard right? stop right there. <laughs> What about Fogel? Yeah, so he clearly uh, beat the Subway's like <laughs> junk food allegations. <laughs> Only allegations the man was able to successfully, the embattled Fogel was able to beat. Yeah. Uh, because the man supposedly lost weight. I don't know. It's kind of like a, a state publication. Like if Fogel, <laughs> you know how like <laughs> the CBC has like state sponsored news next to their Twitter handle? Fogel mm -hmm. should have Subway sponsor news next to his mm -hmm. because everything he says is he's just the mouthpiece for the way. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> not just the way goes in the mouthpiece, but um, <laughs> yeah. And them kids were a mouthpiece for him. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we are talking about a different era of Fogel. He is now um, uh, part of the walls of a prison. Incarcerated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He toasted. <laughs> he's in the same situation as TK. Are you familiar with TK? Um, I'm familiar with Take Care. <laughs> Tell me more about Take Care. Take Care is a, a just a young rapper who mm. um, blew up in the underground tie, and mm. his claim to fame was a rap video that he produced himself, where he was running from the police for real in the video. No way! And then posted that as like a way to brag about it, and then immediately got caught after it, got charged for life. Um, and he was tried as an adult, but he was like 18 at the time or 17 mm. at the time. So, damn, he got, he yeah. doxxed himself. He doxxed himself, exactly. Dude, I think I should be tried as a child, regardless <laughs> of whatever situation I will indefinitely end up in. And mm -hmm. I say that because uh, I got that childlike creativity that Kanye has referenced from time to time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Did you, did you spot, um, speaking of Kanye, did you spot? Bought him at the Fear of God. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> the Fear of God fashion show. A rare yay appearance. Mm -hmm. Rare yay appearance. Appearance with wifey. Mm -hmm. Um, both in like head to toe, literally head to toe. Like, what is what would you even call that? A body? It's not a bodysuit. It's kind of like a morph suit, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Dude, they it's look not like a blue man group, but yeah. it's Balenciaga black. Yeah, so like. The Blue Man Group is like, uh, if the Blue Man Group is Avatar, then this is like <laughs> the, uh, what are the fucking bad guys in Stranger Things? <laughs> they, that's what Kanye oh, kind of looked like. Like in the Upside Down. Right? Yeah, yeah, in the Upside Down. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell if he was right side up or upside down because I couldn't see his face. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they, they both look like um, like small fish, you know? The way that their bodies were kind of contorted by their bodysuits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, Bianca, who is Ye's wifey, mm -hmm. pretty fine, man. I got, I gotta say, she's looking fine in that fine. nude colored um, second skin. Mm -hmm. It was very like ombre. -ed. 
<laughs> exactly. A little see-through, not too much. Just tastefully see-through. Tastefully see-through. That's how I like dress myself too. <laughs> yeah, when you're in the Bodhi um, like, <laughs> perforated dress shirt, it's just yeah. tastefully see-through. Yeah, dude. It's like <laughs> I've been eyeing. I've been eyeing that shirt actually on Essence. It's only like a cool eight hundred. Ooh. Um, just for a little button-up action, but. I'm going to Italy this summer, so I think it's a it's in the cards. It would you would look great in Italy, spritz in hand, leaning back, <laughs> mm-hmm. patio seating. Yeah, just taking in the sights of the Duomo mm-hmm. with my nipples out. But dude, the, <laughs> the tan lines are gonna go hard, weird in different directions. Mm-hmm. Uh, a risk that you might not want to take coming into the summer months. Yeah, that's true. At worst, it could be a sunburn um, where I have like the. Bodhi logo or mm. monogram print just like tattooed on me. Hell yeah. Um, honestly, it could be a hard, hard move. But, yeah, that would be um, kind of cool. We'll see. I um, can see a new age rapper doing that if you don't do it first. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of following in Rihanna's footsteps where mm. she put the sunscreen on her chest that said like, love LeBron or something. Like heart, heart LeBron. Heart 23. <laughs> yes, yes. Do you remember that one? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She, she ran so I could walk. Mm-hmm. Really opening doors for you. So I, could, so I could run. I don't know what the phrase is. She tanned so you could burn. Yeah. She <laughs> got it untoasted so that I could get it toasted. I was about to toast this concept, actually. <laughs> uh, so, oppor- subway opportunity. You ever go to those cafes? Like, especially in like South Korea, this is where it's popping off. But uh, I can see it entering fourth wave coffee shops that don't have that are out of touch with what's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they're starting to add these 3d printer things that like engrave things in your oat milk. Mm-hmm. So you can get like a shape, you can get a heart, you can get a symbol, you can get a fairly like uh, <laughs> nuanced print. Like I think mm-hmm. the, it's like 300 DPI or whatever. <laughs> uh, but it'd be pretty funny to like t- toast a word or image into the top of the footlong while it's toasted. Oh. Everything darkens except like, I don't know. It's like, will you marry me or something? Wow. <laughs> that would be crazy, but it doesn't have to be that. You can do a pattern. You could do like, you could put like the Fendi uh, F pattern or something mm-hmm. for footlong. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Wow. Footlong Baroma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that sounds kind of good. good. That sounds kind of good. It's on brand too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shit. I mean, we've we've experimented with a similar contraption of sorts. Mm-hmm. We got the Margella logo printed onto a off white or a flat white. I guess <laughs> we can call it an off white. Whenever you get in the nut milks, <laughs> it's not really gonna be uh, your ideal tint. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you dabble in the cashew milk, then you're you're upscaling the entire yeah, process. Dude. It's sure. a more of a champagne white. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crackalackin'. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Cheers to that. Hell yeah. Um, now I'm going to have a... Um... Ah, shit. I thought I'd have a pun off lean gut. I don't. A big gut. There. That's all I got. Big gut? Bud gut. Bud gut. We can workshop a bud. that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Ty pulled up, he had surprised me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was very caught off guard because Ty pulled up with a nice little gift bag. Mm-hmm. It almost looked like Christmas in here. It was like I could smell the pine emanating from this little gift bag that Ty had. Oh, yeah. That was the Aesop room spray I put on it before I left. It also had a little snowflake on it. <laughs> How beautiful. Just like the store. Mm-hmm. Um, Just but... a one gift from a podcaster to a podcaster for the 230 episodes of hard work you put in. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, it would be 235 if we didn't delete two of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, we said some un- unhinged things about takeoff the world, that the world <laughs> that the world did not need to hear. <laughs> it was a little early. Um, I, will, I will admit. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know what to say about that, but I did bring a little gift skis for me, mm-hmm. and I I was shocked because I'm not one to enjoy receiving gifts. I'm always like, I'm always like put in an awkward position, like oh crap, like I'm so finicky that there's a like 99% chance I won't like the gift someone gives me. Oh yeah, I could tell you that you were a little concerned. <laughs> I'm like, like oh, shit. I don't want this. Yeah, I know. I was like, there's no way I want this, dude. And I hate I'm getting gifts for the same reason. That's 100% gifts. Yeah, like. You know, thanks to Blendjet, we're able to buy all kinds of things for ourselves. So I never feel like I need anyone to buy me anything. Right? Just like, if you want to give me a gift, uh, Venmo me, you know? That's it. Exactly. Like, make my life easier in some way. Like, Yeah, send me some Uber credit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, leave a bottle of Dom for me on in the first class cabin when I get there. Mm-hmm, you know, that mm-hmm, kind of thing. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, but I open this thing reluctantly, and I see... A Smirnoff ice inside. Ty has iced me That's upon right. arrival. And Ty's been on this icing wave for a while now. I've seen it all over your Snapchat stories. Hell Can yeah. you please describe to me why you ice people? Why is it so novel? Why is it so funny? I, it's so <laughs> funny because it's so stupid. <laughs> the act of presenting someone who is unexpectedly getting a Smirnoff ice. Yeah. Uh, the look on their face from smile to frown. <laughs> And then back to smile just makes my heart warm. (laughs) The drink may be ice cold, but I'm toasting on the inside. Mm -hmm. This drink was so cold that it was literally a slushy. It was frozen in your Mm -hmm. fridge, I guess. You've got to turn the temperature up a little bit. You're wasting uh, BC Hydro money right there. Yeah, it's ice ice. (laughs) It's been spiced with ice. Mm -hmm. But what I like about it, Ty, is it sets the tone for whatever activation Mm -hmm. you're about to partake in. It's like... If you're drinking, if you're chugging an entire drink within 30 seconds of seeing somebody, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, it's on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what I really appreciate about the game. And I have some friends that are obsessed with the game and that they have been the ones that have introduced me mm-hmm. uh, or reintroduced me. Like everyone played this game when they were 20. Yeah. But like yeah. reintroducing like late 20s. <laughs> and revisiting a college game, there's something really funny about that. Like, I don't, I'm never going to grow up. I'm going to ice my friends till the yeah. day they die. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. really awesome. And and the fake, like, it's like ah, oh, you know, when you when you <laughs> encounter that, it's like it's like a, secretly deep down, I'm happy I got a free drink. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I'm happy that I pulled something off because the, everyone, every the masculine urge to be a little trickster, like <laughs> everyone's got it, you know. Oh, hundred percent. That, that will never leave me. No. I, will, I think you and I, Ty, I mean, if this podcast is any <laughs> evidence of that, is we will never not be silly gooses. That's true. <laughs> you know who else is a silly goose? You know who else is a bit of a trickster? Who's that? Uh, Mr. Prank Ocean. Oh, yeah. Flub, Flub Ocean strikes again. Flub Ocean. We're going into week two of Coachella at time of recording, and Frankie <laughs> Boy has... Dropped the meatball, hasn't he? Oh, absolutely, Ty. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. I think I even called it off mic. You which did. Doesn't, which doesn't count. Um, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> it has to be off mic. But I called it, Ty, and uh, I'm, I'm disappointed. I mean, in a way, I think it was a smarter move, though, because he should have just done that from 
the beginning. You should have done that three months ago. You should have never said yes to performing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like really funny how there's like two schools of thought on this. It's like the TikTokers who complain about Frank having a shit performance. Mm-hmm. And then there's the TikTokers who are complaining about the other TikTokers who are complaining about Frank. For sure. For sure. Which you camp I mean? are you in? I'm in the, um, I'm in the first camp. <laughs> I'm in the less understanding camp. Yeah. yeah. I am not empathizing with this munch. No, me neither. I think like, I think he needs to just be a professional. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, if you're, if you're saying you're going to do something, you got to just go through with it. Mm-hmm. You're, are you really telling me that you've sprained your ankle? Yeah, dude. Like, your ankle you doesn't fucking, make music. What are you, dream on green? <laughs> like, where are you just like, oh, I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm going to sit this one out. It's like, no, dude, take your five million and mm-hmm. sing three songs and yeah it's not that hard like sit on a chair on stage no one will really care he spent most of the time bent over on the last episode or last <laughs> performance anyways exactly um, so it's a silly excuse and he's copping out and i agree like if you're gonna do something like do a good job of it you know exactly otherwise don't do it it's cooler if you don't do it mm-hmm. even cooler if you do it well this but is, doing it half-assed, it's like bottom of the list, you know? Totally. This is coming from two people who spent the first 200 episodes of their podcast recording on AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> it was an aesthetic choice, and it was deliberate, and we were we were finding ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Now we're on the MacBook M1 mm-hmm. three-array professional microphone recording this IRL. Hell um, yeah. In a huge one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it's medium. It's, it's a six inch. It's a it's a six inch plus one of the sidekicks. Oh wow! Yeah, With yeah, chips yeah. and cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Jeez. it's a full combo. Um, yeah, Ty, I'm happy. I'm happy I didn't go to uh, the Frank Cella, mm-hmm. um, Frank Agate, Frankopolis, the Frankopolis. Yes, Frank Demick. <laughs> oh shit frank oh shit frank oh shit <laughs> nice, uh nice. we can workshop that off mic later too mm-hmm. christopher bro this concert sucks <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. yeah dude i i've always been like skeptical of uh festivals you mm-hmm. know i've never really like been drawn to them yeah because I find it's like just diluted, and I think we've talked about this last. We time, did, we did. We're like, it's wh- just not it. No, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's like taking a concert and turning it into a Costco. Because <laughs> it's all in bulk. You're getting bulk music. Mm-hmm. I don't like under like bulk implies you're underpaying for a worse thing mm-hmm. in mass quantities, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. I like overpaying for very small things in. <laughs> uh, High quality, right? <laughs> so ta- I'm more of a tapas bar music kind of guy. Yeah, I'm more of like an Eames chair, Eames cuck chair in the mm-hmm. middle of like an empty loft. Yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. That's the move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you? Um, we had a work meeting on today. Did you catch the Eames cuck chair in the background of our work meeting? No, I didn't. Do we know somebody who actually owns an <laughs> Eames lounger? I mean, it can't be confirmed if it's a real Eames lounger, but. Um, I did immediately notice it, and I can't help but think that it was um, strategically placed in the background of the Zoom call. Yeah. Um, I'm going to fucking 3D print an Eames lounger just to put in the background (laughs) of my Zoom calls. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't ever need to sit in it. It just needs to 
create the facade. Mm-hmm. This ain't no virtual background, but it is fake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you think? Um, do you think like having remote meetings has negated the need to have nice things in real life? It's like no one's ever going to like see your couch in person, but if it looks like an authentic Togo, then it is, right? It definitely uh, feeds into the <laughs> Instagrammability of everything. Mm-hmm. More and more of our life is spent on camera. And therefore, more and more things we need to make sure are uh, prioritizing the aesthetics over the function, form over function, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're seeing that even at Subway a little bit, where the Subway sandwiches that they're putting forward on the new menu, they like have a like narrative to them, but I don't think they're any good. Like the Green Goddess doesn't really have much flavor going on, but it's trying to tell you this story about like going to Soul Cycle and like, a retreat in India and like then finding um, sisterhood of the traveling pants bullshit new you, you know, mm-hmm. can we talk about, <laughs> can we just talk about Indian retreats? For a <laughs> I heard this is going to be the third season of white Lotus or something. Oh, is it actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so this is exciting. It's perfect satire because I, everyone has like a girl in their like periphery like someone who's like a, like a friend of a friend or maybe just someone you kind of like mm-hmm. casually follow on Instagram or something, they're doing an Indian retreat. Mm-hmm. I thought that era died out. Like I thought like, like pre COVID that was like the, the thing to do yeah, yeah. In, in the height of the Bikram uh, zeitgeist. Right. <laughs> yeah. But now that, um, you know, Bikram suffer, suffer the same fate as Fogel um, mm. without being handcuffed or maybe he is, I don't, I don't really know, but he's been, allegedly doing some weird things yeah yeah um that's the, that same vision has kind of died out a little bit yeah yeah you really need the face of the movement yeah really a rough go for indians right now i <laughs> shout out to our all our indian listeners but the subway sandwich kind of goes through the same process as the indian retreat because you start out just like a fat hunk of meat then you go in a sweat <laughs> lodge and then you stick to a strictly vegetable diet <laughs> And then you emerge something tasty, <laughs> a nice snack, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the vision that Bikram had and the vision of the probably season three of White Lotus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I There's way too many things that can go wrong in season three of White Lotus. Like, um, for some reason, I'm just imagining a lot of people having like stomach issues when they eat at like, any mm. Indian restaurant in India or mm-hmm. even at the Fairmont India. Who knows? Yeah, Fairmont in, um, you know, Delhi. What do they serve in there? Cold cuts? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know, man. <laughs> uh, there would be a Fairmont there because Fairmonts are only in places that uh, the British have colonized. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I'm going to the Fairmont next That's weekend. <laughs> right. Interesting segue. Eric's in Whistler next weekend. I'm in San That's Francisco right. tomorrow. Uh, think Fresh go global. Think uh, Fresh be doing global shit, bro. It's crazy. Okay, tell me about this uh, WIS activation. The um, mm-hmm. Whistler is the crown jewel of Canada. Um, you are the crown jewel of the podcasting <laughs> community. <laughs> Thank you. We so, are, Ty. It's a partnership. Um, I just want to split the liability 50-50. Fair enough. Um, but yeah. That's Dude, right. if I go down, you go down. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we can probably split the sentence in half. Like mm-hmm. if you have to go to jail for tax fraud. Then um, uh, if you're in the CRA, don't listen to this part of the episode. Just skip forward 30 seconds. Hell yeah. Good podcaster <laughs> duos are ones who can finish each other's 
sentences. Sandwiches. Oh, well, I meant like actual sentence in prison. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Damn, the wordplay is impeccable. Uh, thank you. Um, but yeah, Ty, I am going to Whistler. Um, I will be wearing my Whissy Pamper. Um, mm. And I will be at the Fairmont, um, Fairmont Gold Room, Ty. Oh, wow. You upgraded. I, I got the free upgrade. So what does that get you? A second bathroom? Um, no, one bathroom for me and Bay. Cool, cool, but, cool. Um, private check-in, which nice. is kind of like flying business, which is kind of cool. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I reckon a bit nicer room. I'm not really sure. but I would think so, but like a higher grade of sheet. Yeah, the thread count mm-hmm. was multiplied. <laughs> um, they should list the thread count <laughs> on the website when you upgrade. Yeah. So it's all good. It'll be fun. Thanks to Shane from American Express for <laughs> absolutely nothing. I did it all myself. There are very few minor characters in the fake fresh <laughs> universe. One of them is Shane from American Express, who constantly lets us down, but not today. <laughs> That's right. Um, he did help me secure a reservation, though. So That's great. It's, it's all good. Um, it's always a fun time shopping for hotels on American Express mm-hmm. um, because... I always sort from low to high price mm. and it starts usually around 800 at night. Mm, that's <laughs> so, tough. So it's always a fun experiment to just like see, you know, if I'm going somewhere, I'll just see. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and I'll quickly be disappointed. Take a sneaky peek. So are you going to wish to American express your love to your girlfriend with a weekend away? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, tell me what to do. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do, Ty. <laughs> no, it'll be, it's just a casual, like, little date thing. It's, uh, it, you know, work's been a tough go. Obviously mm-hmm. not this work, because this is fucking nothing. I don't know, man. Podcasting's a tough business. I don't know, dude. Podcasting is probably the easiest possible business. This is the part easiest of. part of my life, because it's very clear what I need to do. I hit record. <laughs> I black out. I mm-hmm. post a meme online mm-hmm. and then I do it the cycle again. Exactly. Um, <laughs> my, my girlfriend tells me to stop and then I, I hit record. Exactly. Vicious cycle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's no problem, but in Whistler, um, yeah, we're just going to be relaxing. You're going to San Francisco though. What are you up to? Yeah. Tomorrow morning I'm hopping on a flight. Oh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, I am going to San Francisco to fight with my in-laws for uh, 48 hours, <laughs> uh, hit a few bars, ride a lime scooter, mm-hmm. um, get a sunburn, hang out with Carl in the fog, and then uh, <laughs> rip some tech bro heads. I don't know. Oh, no. What, what should I do there? Go to the Tonga room? Oh, 100%, bro. Shout out to Anthony Bourdain. Uh, friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Tonga room is super washed, mm. but it is I- extremely fun. Like, it's just like a dumb fun time, and you're overpaying, and all you get there is like, like upper, like older 30s people who are just mm. like having the time of their life, and you're just mm. like, wow, this is great. Um, whatever you do, don't get a table. Just Go walk in, stand around the dance floor, get a couple of drinks, and then you can cool. get out of there. Don't commit to being there for too long. Good call, good call. I appreciate that advice. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a fun stop, but don't make a whole night out of it. Dude, that's the uh, case for every single San Francisco bar. Because <laughs> no bar is fun enough to actually hang out in, and no drinks are actually worth the money <laughs> to spend any time yeah. there. Yeah. Like, you could, I could, the value of the San Francisco cocktail is so torched. They're like mm-hmm. so much money and so bad. Mm. Yeah, it's completely true. They're 
they're charging 20 USD for for something in a little coconut. At <laughs> least. They're like, do you want a highball? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it's cool. It's it's a fun stop. And you're you're a big novelty guy. So it's true. Uh, you'll get a kick out of it, especially when it rains inside. Oh, yeah. Dude, like Rainforest Cafe. Rainforest? What is that? You have never been to Rainforest Cafe? I don't think so. Oh, my God. God, <laughs> do you need to cut? This is embarrassing. For I've you. been to the, I've been to the off white store in Hong Kong, which also rains in, inside. Okay, so I haven't been familiar. to the Rainforest Cafe. In, like, is it in Langley or something? It just sounds like it, it used, be. used to be a metro town, but then there, uh, much like the worse, <laughs> much like the rainforest itself, it's slowly being becoming <laughs> extinct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's only a few locations left, but there used to be one in San Francisco at the Fisherman's Wharf. There used to be one in Metro Town. I went to one recently in Niagara Falls, of course, uh, <laughs> Canadian wow. side. Um, and uh, the whole premises of the Rainforest Cafe. That's where you ran into a sandwich artist. Oh, yeah, at Niagara <laughs> Falls. Holy shit. Uh, for the new breadheads, run back like 40, 50 episodes. Yeah. Uh, look for something real. The episode title is probably related to Drake. You'll find it. It's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. So Rainforest Cafe, it's like going into an, uh, like an Applebee's, except the walls are made of fake plastic plants. There's fake plastic plants hanging from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these animatronic safari animals lurking about. And then every 30 minutes they do a show where they crack lightning sounds over their shitty speakers mm-hmm. and the animals move a few inches left to right. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, dude, it's really funny. That is awesome. That's exactly like the Tonga Room. Um, it'll just start pissing rain in there over the pool, of course. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get some fake lightning, like some strobe light action mm-hmm. and some thunder over the speakers. Mm-hmm. And a band will come out on a little boat into the pool and Whoa, start playing. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, just, it's just a fun time. That's really funny. Yeah, I suggest you um, go for dinner, get like three to four drinks at dinner, mm-hmm. and then go there like after you've already been like a little bit buzzed. Hell yeah, you'll enjoy it much more. I uh, I will definitely do that. Yeah. I know uh, it's on Knob Hill, I think, right? Yeah, it's on a hill. It's on a hill. <laughs> could be any, that could be anywhere in the city of San Francisco. Um, there's another cocktail bar a few blocks away from there. It's called Pacific Cocktail Haven, PCH. The logo is a pineapple. That should be everything you need to know. But oh, uh, it probably pours some of the better cocktails in the city that I've experienced. There's mm-hmm. probably a better other spots. but yeah. um, So my plan is to hit that and then walk uphill. I should actually hit Tonga Room first and walk downhill. That makes more sense. My life and my night mm-hmm. are going downhill. It, well, in that case, I would suggest going to your place first and then Tonga Room because I, did, I really am. When I recommend Please don't things, go here sober. <laughs> when I recommend things to people, I'm terrified that they're going to hate it yeah, and yeah. I'm going to lose all credibility as a curator. So I pride mm-hmm. myself on curating vibes for people, much like this pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I love when you make me a sandwich because you put so much thought into it. I love making sandwiches, Ty, and it's been a while since I've done that. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get creative, put the glo- plastic gloves on, <laughs> let daddy get to work. Yeah, let daddy stuff the six inch into a blender. Damn. <laughs> uh, dude, I love the curation of vibes as well. I think that's part of the reason that I have this magnetic attraction to the subway. <laughs> the, the subway. subway. <laughs> <laughs> We've never said that. <laughs> I don't know why. It's so much funnier. Uh, and 
I I feel the same way though. Like if I don't have 100% confidence in the curation that I'm curating, mm-hmm. then I'll just ghost the request. People are always like, yo, going to X, Y, and Z, like Eric's going to Whistler, give me some travel tips. Like where mm-hmm. do I go? And if I don't have 100% confidence in anything, I'm not, I'm, I'm shut down. I back out. Yeah. It's like any vegetables. I'm like, next. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, normally I would give someone the recommendation to go to House of Prime Rib. Mm, of course. Um, but it's not a good time if you don't want the prime rib. I, I've, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less than prime. Less than prime. Subprime mortgage. Sub- subprime rib. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ty, it's been swell. We have to cut it because I got to go pick up Bay from work. Damn. Um, but we did a nice 40-minute episode for the Breadheads, and mm-hmm. I think they appreciate it. So, I think Ty, so too. thank you for potting with me. Breadheads, thank you for listening. Avatar fans, thank you for joining us. Thank you for trying. Thanks for trying. <laughs> um, this show is nothing like the meme because it's of high quality. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you stick around. If not, use the code thinkfresh12 on blendjet.com. Get yourself a nice little portable blender. You know what I mean? Yeah. That thing will speed up your morning routine. <laughs> It'll spice up your sex life. Yeah. You could, you know, throw some, I don't know, liquid chocolate in there, mm-hmm. blend it up. Pour that on bay. I don't know. Yeah, do Whatever it. you want to do. Do a little licky thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, An icky in, licky. On, uh, on Love Island UK tie, they have a body lotion that's chocolate flavored. Can you order it online? That's a great question. Um, do you imagine Execs that? from Love Island, get on the pod. That'd be so funny. <laughs> like explaining in like when you get things to Canada and you have to pay duties on them, you have to explain what they are. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to save my marriage, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is marriage saving material. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Ciao.